All right, good morning. Welcome to Teaching Others Also. Monday, December the 13th. Monday, December 13th. I don't know about you, but I'm going to take one moment to think about what a difference a year makes. <coughs> you can think about it in a lot of ways. I'm just going to say personally. I'm thinking about what a difference a year makes when it comes to uh, a year ago. I was just trying to get over a pretty good out of COVID, and uh, praise the Lord, I'm not trying to get over that now. Uh, we all have different things we have to deal with as we get a little older and different stuff, but praise the Lord, we're up and about, and, and uh, hallelujah for that, amen. Romans 5, if you want to turn to a passage, I'm not sure how I'm going to do all of it this week, because um, I've just really been thinking about the value of troubles. The value of troubles. There's other words that come to mind that are synonyms with troubles, like adversity and tribulation, which is going to be in our passage, tribulations in chapter 5 of Romans. You know, hardship, difficulty, stress, uh, having a rough time, rough going, as we say. And so I want to think about this, the value of troubles, because there probably are, are some pretty widely held misconceptions about trouble, but there's also something that, that's missing in the modern, you know, way of looking at things, the present day looking, that was different even 50 or 100 years ago, and that is the value of troubles, the value of trials, the value of tribulations, the value of hardship, Second Timothy chapter 2. And as always, as all of us who have who have been called to talk a lot and that kind of thing, uh, there's all kind of thoughts and notes that, that I've jotted down. But today we're going to start with it. I'm not going to limit it. I'm not going to limit myself. I'm not going to drag it out on you. But I'm not going to limit it because there must be something that God's doing that, of course, it's always a blessing to me personally. And honestly, uh, most of the time, literally most of the time that I'm uh, putting out something, it's got something to do with something that's been on my heart or my mind, and it might be something that helped me five or ten or twenty years ago. But it's 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 none of it's just sort of sterile. None of it is just you know clinical. None of it is of that nature. And and I think that's important for us to realize that 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 what we have in our lives is what God uses. I was also thinking about this. Let's read our passage, and then we'll get into this a little bit for a few minutes today. Romans 5, verse 1, Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. I don't know if you ever thought about this. The way we read sometimes makes a difference. That's why a lot of times it's good. I, I th Of all the fellows I've ever heard, Alexander Scorby is one of the best if you want to listen to the Bible on audio. It is a blessing <clears throat> to listen to Alexander Scorbing. And I, I like doing that because a lot of times I'll have him play and then listen. And I'll say, you know, I haven't read that sentence that way. <clears throat> For example, let's look at the verse I just read. Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Now, it's very possible, like me and and probably most of us, you've read through it and it read something like this, therefore being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Okay, that's good too. 
But every now and then a, a word will hit you that maybe doesn't hit you the rest. Watch this. Therefore, being justified by faith, we have, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. You see that difference? The difference is there is it's, it's, it's jumping off the page saying we have it. It's not just clinical. It's not just doctrinal as such. I know this. I thank God that I was exposed to teaching that pointed me to the English Bible, the King James Bible. I am. I really am. And I've never, thankfully, deviated off of it. In fact, I'm, I'm more into it than ever before. But my purpose isn't to prove I have the right Bible. It's to get something from God each day from the Bible that will just help me live for Him and know Him and walk with Him. All the other things that will happen in our lives will be because of that. And so I would say this uh, this morning. Therefore, being justified by faith, we have. Remember what the writer of Hebrews, the Apostle Paul, was teaching us about faith? Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Hebrews 11.1. Okay. Now, when we get hold of that thing, that's pretty powerful. It's like really powerful. And then he says, by whom also we have. See, there's that word again. We have peace. We have what? Access. And this is not even, it's not even my subject, but it goes so hand in hand with the subject. Because the value of troubles is connected to the fact that we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom, verse 2, also we have access, okay? So we have peace, and we have access by faith into this grace. Now watch, wherein we stand. So the value of troubles is connected to the fact we have peace, we have access, into a grace in which, in, wherein we stand and rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. And not only so, now watch. He said we, 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 in, we rejoice, verse 2, in the hope of the glory of God. Not only so, but we glory in tribulations also. So we do glory in the hope of heaven. We do glory in the hope of going where there's no, no sin, no degradation, not even any trials or temptations. We, we glory in that. And he said, yet, watch, we, not only so, but we glory in tribulations also. Now, for this morning, we could stop right there. And I could say, okay, I go away for a day and give this some thought. I was thinking about this this morning. You know, we're, this, this media, this mode, this method of you know, recording and sending it out and just seeing what happens. And some of it's based, you know, on, on a limited exposure. I get that. Someone's talked to us about <clears throat> putting it on other type of media that are more readily found than it is on, on the uh, audio site. I, I really have total peace right now about how we're doing it. But my point is, I can remember hundreds, hundreds of times. I'm not exaggerating. It would be in the thousands, hundreds of times where we would open a Bible and we would study the Bible or I would exhort the Bible. It might be standing. I've done it uh, sitting, standing at a kitchen counter before with people around a kitchen table, Bible studies. I've done it sitting at a table. I've done it you know, sitting around breakfast before. 
when I when God called me and he sent me off into the missionary world <clears throat> one of the things that I took with me was something that someone had said years before that and they said they had learned as much Bible from the man who taught us the Bible down at Bible Institute that we they had learned as much Bible spending time with him and talking Bible when they were just doing stuff whether it be out throwing a cast net fishing or just whatever, they learned as much Bible as they did in the classroom. And I thought, you know, that's true. Because when we receive things in those environments, now that doesn't mean you take church and change it into that, see? No, no. The problem is churchianity, and I'm talking about Bible-believing churchianity, has gotten to the point where they expect all the work to be done Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night. And it's the opposite of what God did. If you read your Bible from the beginning of the New Testament, they met daily. They met every chance they got. And Paul would talk into the wee hours of night and he would go publicly. He said, I taught you publicly and house to house. That's not knocking on doors for soul women. And we're going to take a few morning sessions and talk about you know the idea of being a witness and soul winning here in the near future. But that's not what that is, that Acts 20, 20, 20, 20 vision. It's not. And I'm all for getting out and talking to people, knocking on doors, putting out tracks. Went across the world doing it. Love to do it now. But that's not what he's talking about in that passage. He's talking about the fact of, 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 a, of a man taking the Bible. And some of you ladies, I'm sure God would use you to help some women. He told the old, older women to teach the younger to teach the Bible and to teach people the way of life. Now, what we're looking at in Romans 5 is part of that. You know, if, if a person isn't helped to understand the value of troubles in the eyes of God and the eyes of, of the work of God and the Holy Ghost, they're missing out. And a, a whole bunch of what God wants the Christian life to be is going to get missed. And he said, not only so, but we glory in tribulations also. I am sure that whatever value God did communicate to the people that I had interaction with through the years, that a whole lot of it was caught more than just straightforward taught. I'm sure of it. When we'd be in difficult situations taking the gospel into the out, outer areas, the outback areas, one of the phrases I used all the time was what a, a, a variation of what Paul said when he said we, we must enter the kingdom of God through much tribulation. He wasn't saying that's how you get saved. He's saying that's how you get, that's what happens <laughs> to you as a, a believer. You get there through much trouble. And I'd say, cheer up, fellas. It's going to get worse. Cheer up. It'll get worse. Well, it does. It does. But you see, we're soldiers of Jesus Christ. We don't go out and make the trouble. In fact, I have found that one way to avert disaster is to be fully prepared for it. And somehow, many times, it doesn't come your way. When we traveled places, even to this day, when I go places, I'm I'm pretty much ready for something. Uh, if someone, you know, they they've had all these shootings and different stuff, and and they carry the soldiers carry blowout kits. Well, you could equip your little backpack that I carry a backpack all the time and throw it in the vehicle and have it right at the front door and all that kind of stuff. You know why? Because you just don't know. But I have found that being ready averts a lot of disasters, being prepared. 
Semper paratus, always prepared. And I say all that to say that we can glory in tribulations if our mind is prepared. It's a frame of mind to understand the value. Because there are lessons that come with it. I'll, meet, I'll mention these again throughout this week. But I'll give you, you say, well, what are, what introduction, ready to uh, the value of troubles. One of them is most troubles get smaller with time. Let's read the passage so you'll have it in your mind for today, the rest of it. Not only so, but we glory in tribulations also. All right, now another word, knowing. So mark that, that word, knowing. Knowing that tribulation worketh patience. Patience, experience, experience, hope. If you're reading your Bible in English, it would, here's how it would sound in your head. Knowing that tribulation worketh patience. And patience, work, patience worketh experience, and experience worketh hope. And hope maketh not ashamed, because the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost, which is given unto us. For when we were, when we were yet without strength in due time, Christ died for the ungodly. For scarcely for a righteous man will one die, yet peradventure for a good man some would even dare to die. But God commendeth his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. You see that? The value of troubles. We're going to talk about it. It works patience. It brings patience in your life. And patience brings experience. And experience hope. And hope maketh not ashamed. Because the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost, which is given unto us. This thing has a, has a direct connection between tribulations and the work of the Holy Ghost in your heart. And it being, and the love of God being shed abroad. It opens up room for God to walk. It, it makes a bigger comfort zone, a bigger world for the Holy Ghost in you and I's inner being. Most troubles get smaller. Major troubles go to God more easily after you go through troubles. Your motivation from trouble is, is good. The meaning of troubles gets wider. That's just a little taste, okay? Just a little wet your appetite a little bit and get you to want to think about it because our time's about up. But I'll say this to you. Let's take this week and think about the value of troubles. It's been a troubling couple of years. I still remember in uh, January of 2020, somebody texted me and asked me about this whole thing, and I said it's a psychological experiment and a financial exercise. We're not going to let those troubles keep us from God. We're going to let them draw us to God. The value of troubles. See you in the morning.